0: How was your week, darling? It was a very interesting week, full of not a lot of sleep and being stuck in the house because of the icepocalypse that has happened in Franklin.
1: And do you know what else is weird? What is because we're jet-lagged, well, throw in a pinch of jet-lag. Yes. And then throw in a pinch of our schedule being completely disorganized because school was cancelled for the kids. Yes. Church was cancelled for us. Yes. And because our days have largely been spent trying to wake up and work out where we are, I've felt like this week has gone by really, really slowly.
0: It has felt very slow. It's nice to have had time to recover in terms of the jet lag, Mm -hmm. that the kids didn't have to go right back to school or whatever. Um, Poor sweet Tia keeps falling asleep on the couch after dinner, and she's like, I'm so tired. She's adorable. I just want to sleep. Big brown eyes, but yeah, I mean, it was. But I think um, was that five days. We've been in the house for five days, basically.
1: And that's because Nashville's seen unprecedented weather.
0: Yes, very very unusual weather. So they got snow and then they got uh, ice. And, and it's legit more snow. Yeah.
1: Normally, you as a, a couple Torontonian, of you mock the snow apocalypse. I do normally, but this time it's been pretty legit.
0: Legitimate ice, yeah. And they don't have the equipment to get rid of it.
1: So three inches of ice.
0: Right. And you can't buy salt anywhere. I tried to buy salt at a bunch of different places. They're like, oh, uh, there might be some at the tractor supply place. And I was like, okay. Where, you know, Canada, you can buy it
1: anywhere. Whole Foods has sell salt.
0: Not that kind of salt. Just right. not
1: the quantities you need.
0: <laughs> yeah, can you imagine out there with a little shaker?
1: <laughs> Our kids Are have amazing. really gotten to Nintendo Wii.
0: Especially this week while we've been inside.
1: Which is made for interesting conversations. It has. Because if you don't actually watch the game, our conversations sound like...
0: Stay in your bubble. Don't jump off the side.
1: Become a cat.
0: Become a cat. Okay, we're just going to kill ourselves and start over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But they're really into it. Which is great for me because being into it mostly means them watching me play and helping me figure out the puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're really good at.
0: Yeah, and they like live and die with you. They yell when things go well, and they scream when you die. And
1: Well, it helps that every time I finish a level, I give them chocolate. Did you know that was happening? No. Okay, well, that was happening. So they're very motivated for me to finish a level. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. It's all starting to make sense. Even Muggins? You gave Muggins chocolate?
1: Yeah, of course. I think that's why he wants to play.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you gave him a controller today that wasn't working, didn't you? So mm-hmm. that he could pretend he was playing. It was so cute.
1: Do you know what my favorite thing about playing Mario was this week?
0: What driving your wife insane?
1: No, it was oh. Tia. So there's a point <laughs> in the game where when we're playing multiplayer, and they often play it with me, which is actually more stress than it's worth. Actually, it's it's worth their joy. So it's anyway they get very excited. They get very excited, but they're horrible, very <laughs> <they're it>. useless, <laughs> completely useless. It's not like
0: a team sport. You're no. dragging them through the no. level.
1: <laughs> but so we play, and there's a point where we all have to hit something at the same time Mm -hmm. and so dia says okay daddy um on three with me i was like okay she says three and she
0: jumps
1: (laughs) she didn't understand what she did that was so funny and then just in time the nusses in germany thank Mm -hmm. you so much thank you sent us a gigantic care package filled with ritter german chocolate most of which is gone
0: yeah and you ate all the milka you didn't share any of it with me
1: Here's the rules. When chocolate arrives in the house, it is every man for himself. And given I'm the only man in the house.
0: <laughs> oh, is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm going to need to buy my own gun safe.
1: <laughs> you know, being home alone has been pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Simply because, A, I think I spent five days in pajamas. Mm-hmm. And when I get bored, I cook. And when you get bored, you cook. <laughs> and you come up with some pretty delightful things. You've been on a Thai um, train recently. I, I just love Thai flavors. Like, I love... You made a tomka guy soup today. Mm-hmm. And I might not be pronouncing that right, but I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with that recipe?
0: Um, that was a... I was driving home from having checked out the parking lot at church to see if we could have school. And as I was driving, I just tasted that. Like I was just like, oh, I want that. And I thought, oh, it's got to be, I don't know, chicken stock, coconut milk, red. So I just started thinking and I stopped at Whole Foods and got some chicken stock and just came home and started making it. And then I just kept tasting it until it tasted like what I wanted it to taste like. So I just kept throwing things in it until it was like, oh, that's what I want.
1: I have new wing of bat. That sort of thing, yeah. And then last night... I keep
0: the newts and the bats in the garage, though.
1: Well, they're all organic. You get them from Whole Foods, it's, yeah, it's aisle 13. Nom, nom, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, and then didn't last night you make some Thai curry as well? A green curry.
0: I did. I made a green curry. I don't usually make green curry, but I did last night.
1: Oh, it was delicious. It was really good. What it? else did you make this week that I liked?
0: Well, hopefully, darling, you liked
1: all of it. No, I did, but there was something else that I was like, that was delicious.
0: I made you some interesting breakfast things like sweet potato hash with beef bacon, which we've just found.
1: Mm. And you made the kids bacon. porridge this morning.
0: They did not like porridge. No. Nope. No, their poor little faces. Tia's big brown eyes looking at me and she's like, "Mummy, I do not like this. And I was like, honey, it's so good. Because I put wild blueberries and maple syrup and cinnamon into the porridge.
1: That's where you went wrong. The only thing you should put in porridge is milk and syrup.
0: There's not a chance they would eat it. It looks like gruel or something you'd serve to a prison inmate.
1: <laughs> Again, apologies to the nation of Scotland. <laughs> as my wife. just
0: <laughs> The texture. I couldn't get MJ to eat it. I made i got him to have about six spoonfuls but because i did different vehicles he would open his mouth so i was like okay i'm gonna do a car beep beep and then i go open your mouth and i'll do another vehicle so he'd eat it but then he'd frown at me the whole time he was chewing it and then i did a car i, I did a car i did a bus no no
1: please continue this is fascinating <laughs> <laughs>
0: i did plane i did a duck my f- <laughs> a duck you might notice it's not a vehicle But
1: And my mom, I'm sure everybody wants to know how my mom is doing. Mm -hmm. My mom has continued to confuse the doctors as her, what is it called? Platelets. Platelets went from 6 to 20. Mm -hmm. I mean, they should be 150, but, you know, they went to 20, which was amazing. No infection, no pain, no broken bones. She's as chirpy as can be, spoke to her today. You know, it's remarkable. It is remarkable. So keep praying for my mom. Everybody keeps coming up to me when I see them. So we're praying for mom and I'm like, thank you so much. Baby, do you know what our main topic is today?
0: What is our main topic today?
1: Absolutely nothing.
0: <gasps> we are topicless.
1: <laughs> I'd like to see more of you topicless. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> okay, I don't know whether I cut that or keep that in. I'm keeping it in. It's too good. <laughs> we're married. I get to see you topicless. <laughs>
0: Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more. I can milk that for more.
1: Well, I thought we'd do some listeners' questions. I honestly couldn't think of a topic, and I thought I'm not going to make up a topic for the sake of making up a topic. We haven't seen anybody this week, so we can't talk about anybody yeah, it's been sad,
0: actually. It's, it's sad when you go away for, you know, whatever, 10, 13 days we were away, something like that. And I haven't seen... People like I haven't seen my friends, or
1: I'm living you, vicariously through Instagram.
0: I know, and I just about cried when church was canceled today. I was, I was like, like No, I want to see everyone,
1: yeah. But we get to see everybody tomorrow, yes. And we're super excited. That David Wagner, yeah,
0: come on. In time.
1: So if you listen to this and you live in Nashville, or if you listen to this and you don't live in Nashville, if you stream emanate tomorrow night, you'll be able to watch David Wagner, yep, which is going to be awesome. Um, I've got two listeners' questions for you. Both are amazing. Okay. The first one is from Osa. Osa? Yep. Okay. And Osa says this. I am listening to Roland Baker right now, and he mentioned dropping or giving everything to Jesus. And if you're going to do this Christian thing, you have to be willing to give it all. Dreams, ambition, family, all of it. I'm currently in college pursuing a career in medicine. My heart keeps going back to this one need to be a physician. It's a lot of hard work, and I've been told how much it will take over my life. But I cannot see myself doing anything else. However, I want to go after God and know him and understand when he moves and how he moves. Can I walk in the spirit and pursue something as demanding as medicine at the same time? Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. I just Next question. I wasn't laughing at the question. I was laughing at your simplistic <laughs> answer. Yes. yes. We should probably explain that we don't see any dividing line between the spiritual and the secular. So I got called into full-time ministry the day the Lord asked me to be a teacher, and He meant a school teacher. And the reason I was in full-time ministry was because I didn't want to be a teacher, and the only reason I was doing it is because the Lord said, I'd like you to do that. And I think that whatever you're in, whatever the Lord's put before you, do it really, really well.
0: Yeah, as a Christian, no matter where you are or what you do as a profession, you're in full-time ministry.
1: right. And God needs Christian doctors, he needs Christian architects, he needs Christian school teachers, Christian models. And it
0: sounds like it's something also that you have longed to do. You know, this isn't like a flash in the pan thing. This is something that's been written on your heart that you're pursuing as a result of that. And so I think often God speaks to us through the desires of our hearts as well.
1: You know, Matthew 10, Jesus calls his disciples and he gives them five simple things to do to go and preach the good news, to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, to raise the dead and cast out demons. And I think so long as you're doing those things, no matter where you are, you're fulfilling the mandate of the kingdom of heaven. So, And being a,
0: in a hospital, you'll be able to see many of those things whenever you want. True. <laughs> it's amazing.
1: But it took me a long time to realize that often when you're looking for God's will, he's often asking you what would you like his will to be if that makes sense, if that doesn't sound ridiculous. What, what I mean by that is Bill Johnson has a great way. He says, you know, God wants your mind renewed so your will could be done. Because I think if you delight yourself in the Lord, he gives you the desires of your heart. So if you're following, if you're simultaneously seeking first his kingdom, then everything else gets added to you. Mm-hmm. And so I think as long as your heart is to see God's kingdom built, then whatever you're doing, do. And if God tells you to do something different, do something different. But I don't think that you are in contrast. And I think when Roland is talking about dropping everything, of course, if God comes to you and says, I don't want you to do this, you know, give up this and do that, then that's great. But sometimes he calls people to give up something else and become doctors. And so, yes, I think you're doing a great thing and you absolutely can walk in the spirit and pursue something as demanding as medicine at the same time. Yeah. Next question is from Chris. Hi, Chris. Brilliant question. How does someone who wants full, deep healing, but who has missed the time and the attention and flexibility of youth get more? How do I go deep into Jesus in the middle of having to function at a high level? I am married. I have kids. I'm an executive. I want to dive into the resources I see around me like schools and training, but my time and my emotional capacity are limited to do the things I see others do. So, for fun, I will ask, what would you tell President Obama to do if he said to you, "I want to get really deep with Jesus, but after praying over, he wants me to do that while being president"?
0: That's a good question, Chris. Um, I, I mean, I think at its at its uh, the most basic answer would be this. Uh, Talk to the Lord about it, like talk to the Lord about your desire for healing and your desire for training and ask Him to open doors and then be quick to run through what He opens for you. Be quick to respond when He brings up issues that He wants to deal with and He wants to heal your heart. Um, Go after the things that you can go after that are within the time that you have available to do it. And then there's probably going to be times where the Lord says, hey, I want you to choose to do this. and 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 ask and see if you can, you know. I I don't um, I don't think because you're busy and because you're a professional, it means you uh, therefore forfeit the ability to have the training or the healing that you want. I think it's more ju- the creativity um, of listening to God mm-hmm. and and just saying, Lord, this is really my desire. In addition to that, you've called me to you know, to work and provide for my family and, you know, whatever. Would you show me how to make this work? Would you open up opportunities for me? And would you help me to be quick to respond?
1: Right. I have a friend back in Scotland who's an executive, and the volume of teaching he gets through is amazing because he drives a lot, or maybe you fly a lot, and he just listens to podcasts or teaching CDs, teaching, um, you know, material and he gets fed that way. When you asked me that question, I thought of the verse, in Psalm 16, verse 7 says, I will praise the Lord who counsels me, even at night my heart instructs me. And I remember a season of my life, it's slightly different from what you're describing, but basically I wanted to grow in the prophetic, but I didn't know any prophets. And I didn't know anybody who teach me in the prophetic. And so your your thing is, I'm short on time. My thing was, I was short on teachers. and I, I didn't know any prophets or where to get teaching. And so the Lord would actually send me prophets in my dreams who would teach me. So, you know, you're asleep for maybe seven, eight hours a night. Um, That verse says that the Lord can instruct you and counsel your heart at night. So the amount of revelation I got through my dreams was incredible. And certainly, you know, the prophets that came and taught me, I've never met in real life. I, I would pay, you know, large sums of money to go to their conferences and hear them. But I never could. I lived in Scotland. They all lived in America. And God has kind kindness sent them to me, and, and they they taught me a ton of stuff that even today I, I teach out of. So I think if you just present your waking hours and your sleeping hours to the Lord, he's so good at doing things. And also be encouraged when you look at a lot of heroes of the faith. You The two that spring to mind, for example, Joseph and Daniel, both of them were high, high-level executives. You know, Joseph was the second most powerful person in all of Egypt, and yet he had a rich, vibrant relationship with the lord and you think of daniel as well and uh, you know similar sort of thing and i i think if you just say lord would you redeem my time then he's just so good and you get to practice things like words of knowledge and ministering the power of the holy spirit in a unique context so the other thing i would say is uh, in your relationships cultivate relationships with people who are a little further along the line than you want to be because some of that stuff rubs off you know, I forget who it was that said that you become the lowest common denominator of the people who you hang around with. But hang around with people you want to be like, and some of the stuff you want is caught rather than taught. I'm done. I have nothing else to say. That was it. That's it. That's all I've got.
0: That was like the depth of your well of wisdom, right there.
1: That uh, it's it's you know I haven't seen anybody. I need to hang around other people so it all rubs off on me.
0: We need people, folks. <laughs> It's two introverts sitting here saying, We need people.
1: You he know desperate then. <laughs> Talk to me about what's happening this week.
0: Um, David Wagner's coming to teach on the school and it emanate.
1: Love David Wagner.
0: Which is fantastic. The kiddies are going back to school.
1: On Tuesday.
0: On Tuesday. Because Monday's a snow day. Tomorrow is is a ice day or something. Yes, the it, the schools are closed not because of the roads, but because the parking lots of the schools are filled with ice and the buses can't get in and out. So there you go. Strange things happen here in Nashville, Tennessee.
1: What time is it in Edinburgh, Scotland?
0: In Edinburgh, Scotland, it's 3.22 a.m. Oh, that's why I feel tired.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that's why this week is the shortest podcast ever.
0: I'm sorry, I hope it wasn't like horrible, but it is what it is, (laughs) because I'm so tired.
1: (laughs) We will see you next week for a better podcast. We We love love you.
0: We will.